Sports Talk Chicago, John's Glow, John Meadows directing and producing. Last segment of today's program, we are live all over the place on our great network of affiliates. WKAN 105.5, The Ticket, ACTV, TV, WJOB, and Cities 92.9 Talk FM. Remember, if you miss any part of today's show, go to sportstalkchicago.com. You can also go to any one of your podcast platforms, look up Sports Talk Chicago. You can find the entire show in podcast form, segment by segment, and the full show, so you can listen on demand anytime you want. You can also watch us all the time, video staff all the time. On uh, YouTube at Sports Talk Chicago, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button. You can also follow us all over on Sports Talk Chicago on social media. Interact with us, hang out with us, and we appreciate everybody being here for the last segment of this show. Uh, we have talked a lot about the Bears today. The futures of Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields are being debated every single week. We're going to bring that debate to you every week if we can. And end this show, the Bears have another big game this weekend. With only four games left, the microscope's going to be firmly on the Bears and to see how they do and what they do. They're facing a couple of, let's say, lower-tier teams to end the year. They've still got Atlanta and Arizona and Green Bay, but the last game that's going to actually be against a pretty darn good team is this weekend against the Cleveland Browns. I have to say this to start. How impressive are the Browns right now? They're eight and five. They've had four different quarterbacks start a game for them. This is classic Cleveland Browns football, and yet they're winning. They're not losing. They're not a lapping stock. They're good. Can you believe that? And they've had Deshaun Watson, who's been horrible. P.J. Walker, out of all people, whom the Bears cut this year for Tyson Bajan's start. He's been bad. So Ryan Poles has been vindicated for that decision. Been one touchdown, five picks in six games. Ouch. Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And now, out of all people, at 38 years old, Joe Flacco. And he's going to be starting for Cleveland this weekend. Joe Flacco. By the way, he's been doing great. Five touchdowns, two picks, a low completion percentage. But overall, he's averaging 282 yards per game in a couple of games, 84 passer rating, five touchdowns, two picks. Their run game has been great, too. They've lost their starter, Nick Chubb, after two games only. But Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, Pierre Strong, they've all picked it up immensely. Immensely. And at receiver, they have a couple of guys, Amari Cooper, obviously being the chief one, plus David Njoku, who's had a really a, a great rebound season, and Elijah Moore. And defensively, top 10 defense, one of the best defenses in football still. They're still performing. They're still getting things done. Miles Garrett is 13 sacks. I mean, come on. <laughs> Miles Garrett is killing it over there with 13 sacks. As a team, I mean, they have done a really good job. They forced 22, uh, 22 fumbles, right? Yep. 12 picks, 17 fumble recoveries, and 20, and 12 picks so far for them this year. They played great. And they're going to be a challenge for the Bears this week. I don't expect the Bears to win this weekend. Not because of any, I mean, not even because of hatred or anything. I, I don't expect them to win against a team like this, even when they're facing Joe Flacco. Unless they force Flacco to look horrendous, which they've done to other quarterbacks in recent weeks, if they force Joe Flacco to be Joe Flacco, interceptions, fumbles, old guy, <laughs> if all that occurs, they're going to win the game. But I'll tell you what, Flacco's been playing great. This Browns defense is just as good, if not better, than the Bears defense. And the Browns could run the football, and they could win no matter who the quarterback is. That's the key. 
It could be Deshaun Watson. It could be P.J. freaking Walker. It could be Joe Flacco. They're still going to win games. They're 8-5. They hold a playoff spot today. That's unbelievable to me. All credit goes to Kevin Stefanski over there, head coach. That's a great coach. That's a great coaching job. It's like Mike Tomlin, right? Mike Tomlin never has a quarterback ever since Big Ben was gone. He's had Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs at one point, Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky. They're still winning. They are still above 500 with those quarterbacks over the years. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season with that quarterback play. And Kevin Stefanski's on that list too. You got four different guys starting for you at quarterback, and you're 8-5. and five. Browns fans usually, when they see four different guys at quarterback, they they understand the pain, number one. Then they know, okay, yep, we suck. Another bad year. They're winning. And I have a feeling they're going to win again this weekend. I think it's going to be a closer game than people expect, and I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a defensive battle, and I think the Browns are going to win it 17-14. Browns are going to win this one 17-14. The Bears are going to put up a fight to their credit. I think they're actually going to play a good game. I think we're going to be happy even though they lose. I think they're going to play a quality football game. They've been putting together a couple of them here these past couple of weeks, and I can see it happening here too, but... The Browns are 8-5. and five. They're playing for a lot right now. They get a lot on the line. A win puts them at 9-5 and five that really firmly entrenches them in an AFC wildcard spot. They need a win bad. They need a win. 8-6 and six wouldn't be horrible for them, but 9-5 and five sounds a lot better when you get a lot of teams on the outside looking in who are 7-6 and six or 6-7. Six and 9-5 and five would be huge for Cleveland. They're facing the Bears. They should win this game. It's going to be a struggle, but I think the defense is going to be key. Whichever team wins the turnover battle is probably going to win the game. The Bears' only chance that they have, to me, is if they force Joe Flacco to be Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco has been around for a long time, and I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but there are things that you could do to make him stink. You could force him to throw picks. You could pressure him, have him fumble the football, and you could exploit his old age. Let's be real here. You could exploit his 38-year-old body a guy who just came off the bench a couple of weeks ago, didn't play all year, now has played only two games, you can exploit that to your advantage if you want, if you're the Bears, and find a way to make him trip up, find a way to make him just fall short athletically speaking. We can all agree Justin Fields is much more athletic than Joe Flacco. (laughs) We could all say that. So you could find a way to exploit that and use it to your advantage if you're the Bears, if you're if you're if you're playing against Joe Flacco. You could do that. That's the only way the Bears could win. But I'll tell you, I I got my doubts here because Cleveland's playing for so much more and their defense has been electric and they're winning with four different quarterbacks. I mean, they they told everybody in the NFL, we don't care who our quarterback is, we don't care how good or bad they do, we're still gonna find a way to win. I mean, their combined quarterback play this year, just to give you an idea, because I saw this and I was stunned. 14 touchdowns, 15 picks combined on the season, passing 2,700 yards this year combined. Their quarterback rating combined as a team amongst four different quarterbacks, one of them being Deshaun Watson, 69.1. And they're eight and five. With more picks than touchdowns, they're eight and five. So I'm not even going to say, oh, if Justin Fields plays better, they're going to win, because clearly they've shown that it doesn't matter what their quarterbacks do. Their key, their bread and butters, their run game, and their defense. Classic Bears football. Miles Garrett is 13 and a half sacks. That's going to be a big issue. And I'll tell you, 
I could see a situation in which Garrett has two or three sacks on Sunday. I could see that happening. So there's a lot here. It's not just going to be, oh, yeah, the Bears are going to come in and win it. I don't think so. They're facing a quality football team who's winning no matter what they do offensively, no matter what they do in the air attack. They're just winning. Can't even explain it at times, but they're winning and they're doing it. For a team that's in the thick of the AFC playoff chase, they need a win. Joe Flacco has been great since he's come in, too. They're going to try and ride that momentum all the way through the playoffs. What we need to see out of the Bears, especially Justin Fields, is again, no turnovers, no fourth quarter turnovers. That'll be at least a sign of growth and continued sustained improvement. And a competitive situation. You know, let's say it's the fourth quarter and it's a tie ball game. That's great. If they lose by three, great. If they get blown out, we got a bad problem. If Justin Fields throws four picks, we got a problem. If he fumbles, we got a problem. These are basic things. I don't think these are um, mind-blowing realizations. Justin Fields and company have to do the fundamentals correctly to be in this game. If they want to win it, they got to go above and beyond. It's like I heard this today in a podcast, Cam Newton. This kind of went viral, made the rounds. He was making fun of a couple of quarterbacks in football. He called Dak Prescott a game manager. And I was listening today to a radio program, and Mark Schlereth was on. And he said, there's nothing wrong with being a game manager. In fact, that's what your minimum duty should be as a quarterback. You know what? I agree with him. Because a game manager means you don't hurt the team in terms of winning, but you don't help them in terms of losing. So, you know, somebody like Justin Fields, you could even argue he could be a game manager at times. Like even last week. Last week, great game manager. And that's not a slight. No turnovers. Wasn't explosive throwing the football, but made one big pass when it mattered. Overall, they won the game. He found a way to control the offense and manage them to a victory. That's great. That makes you a top 15 quarterback in football, I would argue. A game manager, if you're simply a game manager, you're a top 15 quarterback in football. The problem is when you can't even be a game manager, when you cause your team to lose, when you fumble the football too much, throw too many picks, serve as a liability rather than at least a neutral position, let alone an asset. If you're an asset, you're a top 10, top 5 quarterback, like the guys we talked about earlier, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, people like that. So we need to see Justin Fields, at minimum, do what he did last week and be a game manager with the ability to show up a highlight reel when necessary, show up a highlight reel when asked to do so. If that happens, the Bears have a great and fair shot to win. If he struggles, going to be a problem. We're going to be tracking turnovers, fumbles, all of those things to see if there's sustained improvement. All of these things you have to track, too, as you watch this game. Because remember, four games left. And we don't know today if the Bears are going to keep Justin Fields and or Matt Eberflus and or technically Ryan Bowles. All of that, as of today, is still on the table. Everybody has to perform everybody's being evaluated week in and week out through the end of this season. So a lot of things are going to be on the line for this Bears team. If Justin Fields could at least do his part, that'll be nice. But I think the Bears are going to fall just a bit short. Tiny bit. (laughs) It's going to be close, but 
I'm thinking 17-14. Bears fall. Going to be a defensive battle. I think Fields will play fine. Not great, but certainly fine. And I think the Browns are going to continue to pick up where they left off this season and win no matter who's starting at quarterback. Because I don't think Joe Flacco is going to have a great game. I think the Bears will get to him for sure. But at the end of the day, they got a run attack, a really good run attack. And they got weapons, serious weapons defensively. The Bears have a couple of weapons, kind of. You know, Montez Sweat. Nobody matches Miles Garrett. <laughs> 13 and a half sacks already, right? So we'll see how this one goes. It'll be fun to watch and at least pay attention to. And I hope, at least for the sake of Fields and Eberflus, that the Bears play a competitive football game and the Bears don't shoot themselves in the foot in terms of losing. They lose 17-14, and it was a fair game, and Fields has, like, one touchdown, no picks, no fumbles, and the game was well coached. Great. Fine. If Fields has two picks, if the defense can't come through, if they're dropping interceptions left and right, if they can't force a fumble, if Fields fumbles a couple of times himself, we got a problem. That's how you have to evaluate this game on Sunday. We're going to be live for it right here on Sports Talk Chicago. So if you want to watch with us, react to the game, hang out with us, come join us at noon on Sunday on Sports Talk Chicago's YouTube channel, and you'll be able to find us and uh, listen to our broadcast live here on YouTube. At that, too, we're going to do it today here on the program. I want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in. Big thank you to all of our great radio and TV affiliates like WKAN, 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, JETV, WJOB, and Cities 92.9 Talk FM. Huge thank you to John Meadows Directing and Producing. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. If you missed this show, don't fret. SportsTalkChicago.com, any podcast platform. You can also go on YouTube, Sports Talk Chicago. Hit the subscribe button. You can watch all of our videos and see my face as we talk all things Chicago sports with you. Appreciative of your time. Appreciative of you tuning in week in and week out. We love this platform. We love all of you, and we love being able to do this each and every week. Until next time, so long, everybody.